Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It was weird. It was uh, weird in the sense I just, you just felt he was going to score. It just, this is too good to be true. This guy that does... uh, Loved by his teammates the way he is, uh, brings so much positive energy, and he's got a role, and, and, and the role, the big part of his role was that penalty kill. That is Sabres head coach Don Granado talking about uh, last night's unlikely overtime shorthanded breakaway goal-scoring hero. <laughs> Ilya Labushkin with the uh, the winner in OT what a moment i mean to have the calls go the way they went both you know against the sabers and then well everything was against them i mean the two two were justified one was a non-call right you had the too many men just too many men it's pretty straightforward bang penalty tie game oh then shernak elbows oposo in the face i mean he, you know, he was the puck carrier. The puck was just about gone, but I, I wouldn't say it was late, but it was definitely high. It was an elbow right to the chin of Oposo. No call. What? That's a five-minute major and nothing. And then the Sabres get the, you know, the ultimate disgrace of, you know, and it wasn't even shot out of the rink. It was batted out of midair by Yoki Haru. You get the delay a game penalty again. Straightforward call that gets called. That's just how it goes. They even you know huddle up. Okay, what happened? Did he? Yeah, yeah. penalty. So you've got like that is what had happened in the game by then, and now you're in overtime trying to kill that penalty, and Labushkin. To some extent, got his stick on Stamkos. I, you know, I, I think he probably dove. Um, just talked about it with Mike Kelly. You know, it's hard to say. Um, you know, the, the, there'd be good reason for Stamkos not to dive. Anyway, I thought for sure that was going to be a, a, a penalty. I just the, the way the game had gone, you sort of felt like it was sort of stacked against the Sabers, and so oh, here's some more adversity instead. They let it go. Maybe that's a makeup call. Maybe they decided in the moment that that didn't meet the criteria for a penalty. Maybe they decided Stamkos dove, like I suspect. Anyway, off to the races goes Labushkin. And, yeah, we've talked about it already a couple of times. Vasilevsky there is what? I, I, I think I think the, the best guess, I mentioned Chad Dean Minnesis said this, and, and a few other people on Twitter looking at it thought the same thing, that he is trying to give Labushkin the far side. So he's, he's, he's really got where Labushkin ends up shooting the puck, looks completely covered, but as Labushkin's letting the shot go, Vasilevsky shifts to his right, 
and creates the hole for Labushkin to bury the shot, and you get the win in overtime. Uh, just a very unlikely outcome at that point, uh, but a relief and it's kind of an energizing sort of game uh, there. Despite the goal, the goaltending was sloppy on on both sides. Obviously, Vasilevsky getting burned for six goals and, and giving up a winner like that to Ilya Labushkin is you know tough for a guy of his um, accomplishment in the league already. Poor Comrie had a very rocky night and I, I just you know I tweeted during the game I just I just I don't think it's it the and again like I'm, I'm not necessarily telling you like these goals were weak and he should have had them it's more how I'm watching him move around in the net on the fifth goal that's a power play goal and you know look it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be the Tampa can really move the puck around I just thought Comrie was sort of just late and sort of sloppy on every movement he made on that sequence that led to the goal. If you watch, they showed on the broadcast a like a view from you know that 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 camera from above the you know on the glass above the net. So you're, you're really looking at Comrie and his movements as Tampa is working the puck around, and I just thought he was just kind of out of it the whole play. So that when I, when I say like I don't think he's it, like I, I'm kind of worried about him. It, it's it's that. To me, the fundamentals just were lacking. He just doesn't look like he was able to keep up last night, um, and that 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 is you know that could be big trouble. So you know we talked a little bit there with Mike Kelly about a goaltender trade. I know I, I heard just the way my day shook out today. I heard a good chunk of uh, the morning show, and Jeremy and Sneaky Joe were talking about goaltender trade. And I know Jer was tweeting about it. And I've kind of been all over the road on, on this because on one hand, I sort of think, well, you know, how, how much better am I really going to get? Like what's available to me? Um, would I trust that it's going to be an upgrade? And then like, what's it cost? And, you know, you can, you can talk yourself out of it, I think, pretty quick. But boy, a game like last night where the Sabres show the resilience they showed to keep answering the Tampa goals back and ultimately win the game like they did um, has me back sort of thinking about goalie trades. Like, is there is there a move to be made out there that makes sense? And I, I don't know. That, what I think there definitely isn't is a no-brainer, yes, that guy is proven, it'll work for sure. Because, you know, guess what? Those guys aren't available, right? Um Listening, I, I mentioned this, Vamelka in Arizona, you know, his numbers are bad. He's on a terrible team. He faces a ton of shots. Um, but I think the fundamentals are there. The size is there. And I think there are some people who know a thing or two about goaltending. I'll tell you, the guy projects to, to, to maybe be, you know, maybe be something in the league. I heard, um, again, Jaron Joe talking this morning about Corpusalo. He's had a terrible year. But he's someone who's had good, good moments in the league. He was kind of a star for Columbus the last time. Was that the bubble playoffs? I'm trying. I, I, I think um, maybe the play-in round and then the bubble playoffs. He was really good in. Um, either way, he, he's had he's had moments, but it's been a while, and there's been hip injuries. And it, is that for sure an upgrade to what I've got? I, I, I don't know at this point. It's somebody who's proven more in the league than either Comrie or Ukapaka Lukanen has. 
Um, you know, Anderson is sort of in his own category because I, I can't really count on him to be like, you know, an every other night guy or play three out of four games. I mean, they're playing him once a week because he's 41 years old. Um, it's kind of complicated. And, and that that sort of sort of lays into maybe a part of the Comrie problem. You know, I mentioned it talking to Mike. I, I think I did anyway, or if, if not then, I did earlier. You know, it's his first game in nine days. It's his third game in almost a month. And what kind of groove do you expect a guy to get into, like to be fair? You know, like, everything I'm describing that I didn't like about his game last night, you know, that sort of some of the technical aspects of his game that he was kind of laid on or just sort of sloppy on, maybe that's from just not playing a lot of games, you know? Like, so I know, like, some people will be kind of hard-ass about it, like, well, you got to perform when your name is called. Well, sure, but in that position is so technical, and I think it, 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 I think it's very challenging to ask a guy to play once every nine days or three times in a month, if that's not almost exactly the same thing extrapolated. Um, so I recognize Comrie's kind of in tough, and Anderson kind of gets in the way because his numbers are good, so you want to use them when you can, but you can't use them that often. And so what are you left with? You know, you've got a kid who's struggled some, certainly recently, in Lukanen. So what are you left with? Like, do you want to make a move? I don't know about, you know, a clear path to an upgrade seems hard to find, but would it be worth taking a shot on this Arizona kid or Corpusalo? Um, you know, because the, the, that, that's the kind of – that's the guy you're, you're going to be able to trade for, you know. Zach, I, I've gotten – since this has been sort of a, a topic in the last, you know, the last day or so or even before this, thinking about goalies, I've gotten the odd mention on Twitter that brings up Saros in Nashville because, what, they're bottoming out and maybe they're going to sell. But, man, I don't think – even if they're bottoming out and they're selling off other stuff, that a 27-year-old goalie with a $5 million a year contract for two more years after this is something that they'd be looking to part with. And even if they were, that's a premium price tag. Yeah, you're. that's the kind of trade. It's not. It actually could be in the same category as like a Meyer or a Chikrin where all of a sudden you are selling off one of your better, if not your best prospect, you might have to give up a guy like Devin Levi as well. I like. I think if if you're really going to do that, you're going to get a goalie in his prime, still has some some meat left on that contract. I I will say I'm not against the Sabers not doing a thing at the deadline. I, I've come to terms with that. I think I'm I'm okay with it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Goalie to me though feels like maybe the position most in need of it. Because you're likely going in with this same rotation, maybe minus Anderson, next year. And it's probably going to still be just as shaky as it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe UPL's a bit better. Maybe Comrie, now that he's going to get maybe a, a regular rotation, is a bit better. But UPL has been struggling and fighting just to get to about 900 save percentage. Comrie can't even do that. And it's you see a very talented team, and that was kind of the move with Comrie, though, was to kind of be mm-hmm. that analytical darling that, ooh, there's the diamond in the rough. Maybe it's not a bad idea to try swinging just to see if you, maybe you can get another one. This kid from Arizona, he's young as well, so there's not this fear of, like, it's a true rental of, like, an Anderson where it's like, eh, he might be here for, like, a year and you can't yeah. play him a ton, which that's the biggest issue is Anderson, yes, his numbers look great, 
But if you played him a ton, his numbers probably are lower than UPLs, likely just because of age and, and wear and tear on him. Right. What what you're looking to do, I think, and, and I, I I think Kevin Adams should be looking to do Zach over the, over the next, well, over the next week, over the summer, and into next year, is to find the guy that is the bridge to Levi. Um, you know, to me, I I. I don't even know if I want to even make any kind of a point at, further than I already have about Saros because I, I just think it is so pie in the sky unrealistic. That's swinging um, for the fences, and, and I respect that, but that's that's aggressive. Yeah. Like if you if you think your team is that guy away from cup contention, then maybe that's different. And I just don't think we're there yet. You know, like there, there's just a lot there's a lot that still needs to be buttoned up. Goaltending might be the most glaring need, but I don't think making that kind of a deal if it were even available it makes you into a stanley cup contender so the price you'd have to pay trading levi sort of i don't want to say it defeats the purpose of getting sorrows but one of the most appealing things about him is that it would be the perfect bridge to levi from a from a time wise standpoint and from a quality standpoint, I mean, it's just one of the best goalies in the league, period. I mean, he was a Vezina finalist last year. He's having another very good year on a team that's kind of stuck in the mud, but he's still excellent. But, it, you know, the price I just think would be – it just wouldn't make sense right now where they are. So, you know, is it worth it to try Vimelka, the Arizona kid, or Corpusalo, or there maybe there's other comparables to those guys – um, in the case of Corpusalo, you're hoping he's someone who can kind of reclaim what he had, you know, two or three years ago. In the case of the, the guy in Arizona, Vimelka, it's more like speculative. You know, can he can he play at a higher level on a better team? Um, not that the Sabers are much tighter defensively than Arizona is, so I mean, it might be a lot of the same. I, I I'm I'm kind of torn, but last night is. Watching Comrie, seeing Lukanen the last little stretch here, knowing what Anderson is, it, it's almost impossible to deny the need that's there. And I think it extends beyond just this season. I just don't know if the move is there to be made. There's a reason they ended up on Comrie last offseason, because the guys that were available to me, and I think that's kind of been, it's been proven out through the season, weren't worth it. Like Jack Campbell, I, you know Kemper, I, I, it, it I, is that working for Washington? You know, well, uh, yeah, like that's the thing. Like no one out there is like really blowing anyone away. Campbell's I mean, gotten outplayed by Stuart Skinner. Yeah, who the hell was Stuart Skinner before like this season started? So, um, I think they did the right thing, not diving into that last summer. Um. But you still, I think, are sitting in a situation where it's going to be almost glaring that they need to do something else. Um, you know, whether they make it this year or not, I suppose if they make it this year, maybe it's because Lukanen stabilizes and establishes himself. Or, you know, Comrie somehow puts a, puts a run together and you start to think, okay, well, maybe we can, we can just work with this. That might be the best-case scenario. And I don't know, given what we've seen this year, how likely it is. I just feel like we're going to be where we've been, which is we need a guy. We need an upgrade. And I think it's just it's just hard to find. You know, the guys that can play are locked down by teams. The guys that you can get are sort of, well, maybe he can return to form. Like, that's the best you can do, I think, uh, on the market. 803-0550 is the number. 
We'll take a break. Look at the time. What happened? Zach, why don't you tell me what time it is? I, I need help. I'm not, I'm not staring at a clock. I, I'm kidding. It's not your fault. Uh, Mike is off today. Along with Zach Jones, I'm the Bulldog. We'll take a time out here and be back for more after this on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.